This is MFG Out Loud. Courageous conversations about sales and marketing for today's manufacturers. With your hosts, Ray Zaganto and Allison DeFore. Hey, Trailblazers, welcome to the latest episode of MFG Out Loud. This is the place you come where we have courageous conversations with industry leaders of all types that give you some tips and hints and tracks and other people you can connect with to help your business really thrive and prosper. And today we are really excited. This is going to be a two-parter, and we knew it going in. Uh, our guest today is Mr. Paul Vregel, who is the president of for a better business incorporated and uh what you'll see on paul's linkedin page just you know go check him out and what i love is he just gets to the point paul is about value creation transformational results buy-in to change scalable processes and technology productivity and payback in months now i met paul probably goes back to i think june of 2018 we met in an industry event and uh just his approach, very, very common sense, very methodical, very process focused. He just gets results. And in my experience, and uh, you're, you're probably going to want to write this one down, but uh, in my experience, the best sales tool that any sales and marketing department in the world can ever ask for are manufacturing facilities that can execute. And that's what Paul does. He's an expert there. Um, Awesome guy to have on the show, Paul. Thanks so much for joining us today. I appreciate the invite. It's a it's a pleasure to be here and and uh, share some information that uh, I'm pretty sure will be some value to your listeners. That be we're really looking forward to it. Now, when Paul and I talked about the best way to communicate information, you know, it's 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 not about the theory; it's about the application. And over Paul's 30 years of experience running his own shop. Uh, helping companies of all shapes and sizes all over the world. Uh, he's he's obviously encountered a lot of case studies that are very instructive. So what we're going to do over the course of these two episodes we're putting together is we're going to cover those uh, those case studies uh, in bite-sized chunks so you can study them, listen to them, and reach out and talk to Paul, and uh, uh, he can answer your questions on those things as well. Before we get there, You've got to hear the origin story. When I first met Paul, I was like, what in the world got you involved in manufacturing and, and doing this type of stuff? And Paul, please share the story. <laughs> well, it goes, uh, it, it goes back to when I, uh, when I first uh, got out of college. My uh, training was in naval architecture and marine engineering. And uh, after a year, uh, actually... Uh, at Newport News Shipbuilding, putting in their very first ever analog to digital system oh my. Uh, for uh, fabricating plates. And uh, so from, from there, I joined Amoco mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> with, a, uh, with a pretty simple directive. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I joined them on a Monday and two weeks later, I was on a plane to Spain uh, to manage a ship construction project that we had over there, building a series of ships along with the inspection staff. So and, the, the, and my instructions were figure out what you're supposed to do and do that. This was your, fir this was your first job out of college. This, well, it's, it's my second. 
Okay. After a year. Yeah. But you're, but right. you're a youngin. <laughs> I'm, I'm 22 at this point. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And uh, so I, I have some success with that. And a year later, one of the ships, uh, earlier ships in the series comes into dry dock in Lisbon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a guaranteed dry dock. So you open things up and inspect things. And we opened up the bottom end bearings of the main engine and all of the bearing material that's supposed to be in the bearing is lying on the journal in pieces. Now, the engine can run that way, but once you open the bearing, all bets are off. Uh, So so the uh, instruction set that I got from my boss in Chicago uh, was even more cryptic than what he sent me over for. Just two words. Mm. Fix it. (laughs) <laughs> there you go sure so um so i look at what i you know what's what's there i'm, I'm 23 years old so of course this huge wealth of experience <laughs> uh the uh, the ship is built by a company controlled by the spanish government the engine is built by a different company controlled by the spanish government under license from the danes we have a contract with the shipyard but not with the engine builder Uh, I don't speak Spanish or Portuguese or Danish. And, you know, the the two words are ringing in my ears. So so I went over to the engine builder in Spain and I asked him the first logical question, what's the plan here? Mm -hmm. And the the, uh, general manager there said, well, we don't really think we have a problem. Of course not. Oh, really? <laughs> interesting response to this. We think the Danes have a problem because we uh, they designed the engine. We built it according to what they said. Yeah. So not my problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so okay, I'm, I'm there, mm-hmm. I, I, and I and I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> really, except that I'm there. So I said, well, let me go, go down to go down the shop and uh, see what they're doing. How do they, how do they make the bearings? What's, yeah. what's the process there? And the, uh, in, uh, in a day or so, I figure out what the core issue is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had the good sense to shut up. Because if I told them what the answer was, mm-hmm. okay, we're done. You know, this guy, management somehow lets this guy in here and he tells us what it is. Okay. We're done. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really have any support for management from anything for anything. Uh, And even though I'm, I am pretty confident of the core issue. I still don't know what all the process is that goes into that. Mm -hmm. The employees do. They've been doing this for years. So I figure the best way to do this is just let's, let's, talk with them, listen to them, help them see what the issue is. Mm -hmm. And when they see it, they are going to bring all their experience and say, oh, yeah, well, we do this over here and we do that over here. And the the real issues, not what's written in the the books, Mm -hmm. what are the the real way that things work? And with that information, uh, we were able to figure out what the cause was, Mm -hmm make some changes to the process 
And they were, in a few weeks, able to make perfectly acceptable bearings. I mean, meanwhile, we had, we had uh, three ships sailing around the world with these <laughs> bearings made by the same old process. Yeah. So I looked back at that, and I said, well, this is really interesting. I have, uh, I'm 23. I have no domain experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in a plant overseas that I have never seen before, cross-language, mm -hmm. cross-culture, and in a couple of weeks, by engaging with the employees, we develop a, a permanent increase in their manufacturing capability that they own. Hmm. If something goes wrong, they've been through the process. They were part of the solution. Right. They're committed to fixing it. If I just told them what it was, something went wrong. They say, ha, that kid from Chicago didn't yeah, really know. That idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know. uh, so the, the takeaway from that were, were two two core things yeah. uh, on which I later founded this company. Sure. One was uh, the, the employees are the world's experts at knowing what they actually do every day, their local process. Not, not competence, that's a different issue, but mm -hmm. what do they do every day? The real stuff that happens in the business. And 90% of the issues that waste time and money in a company are embedded in how all of those local processes really actually work and work together yeah. or don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then do some simple math. And that's, this is the, this is the basis on which I founded the company. 90% uh, of the issues are embedded in the system with yeah. writ large, not computer system, but right. Right. And uh, I have reporting to work pretty much every day. The world's experts, in the real system mm. here in this in this company right now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Scratch my head. Where should we start? Hmm. Let's, <laughs> given those two premises, the only place to start is let's go right after the underlying system. Yeah. How does that actually work? And as you do that, all the things that you need to really focus on, all the things that will that will move the needle, show up. Yeah. And they don't show up because I showed up and said, I've been doing this for you know X years and yeah. you should listen to me. They show up because this is their experience. Right. And okay, you know, there, there's a lot of experience that I can share. And here's three ways that uh, we might do that. Maybe mm -hmm. you guys have some insights to say, well, this way would work better than that way. Yeah. It, it, either way it happens, it's not mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's theirs. So uh, we really were, were able to execute on change yeah. very rapidly yeah. because they are part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah. No, nobody likes to be a changee, right? Yeah, that's, right. Where you get, that's where you get resistance to change. And when we do this on a large scale, so a whole company basis, um, no fault, really critical. Yeah. Um, but all the things that need work show up. They're part of the solution. And you get, thing, you get solutions really fast. And mostly, we don't deal with resistance to change. And, and that's, that's so, so huge. Because whether you're talking about digital transformation, you know, the, the current issues today, or, you know, go back 30 years when it was, hey, we should be doing, uh, you know, Everybody's, you know, be doing SPC or, or whatever, you know, uh, beginnings of Lean Six Sigma, any, any of those types of things. 
management is really all about dealing with change. Uh, and, and I, I like your, how so early you, you learned and you recognized don't solve it for them and, and make the solution their idea, you know, cause now they've got that ownership. Right. It's, it, it's, it's absolutely huge. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And, uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's how I got started. Well, and, um, so we, we talked about, uh, a couple examples. We did. Uh, we did. And I know uh, the first one I'd, I'd like to tackle because there's so many moving pieces here that I, I know our audience can relate to. Tell us about the chemical company and, and what, you, what, you, what happened there and how that worked out. Yeah. So a little, a little background. Uh, this was a company that uh, the founder had grown mm-hmm. uh, to about uh, 20 million. Okay. And uh, he wanted to take a little time off and go fishing. So he right. uh, sold the company to a private equity group. Okay. Uh, there was a sponsor involved. There was an, if, um, an executive who was interested in, in uh, taking a CEO role in a company. Mm-hmm. And after about a year, this transaction happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his strengths was he uh, uh, actually led a large acquisition, uh, several times the okay. revenue of All his right. company. Uh, and, and then you have to run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A small issue. Yeah. Uh, so the, the founder uh, is not, not uncommon, but in this case, really extreme. All roads went, went through the founder. Okay. Especially chemical business. He was a chemical wizard. All right. To, to the point where he could say, oh, okay, uh, someone would come and say, well, we got to deliver this, but um, we don't have X material. Yeah. Say, okay, uh, all right, put this in instead. Let's change the process. And uh, they'll, they'll be delighted with it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So there's no documentation of that at all. All right. Uh, and he was famous for buying off-spec stuff. So buy low. Mm-hmm. He knew all the customers and all of the suppliers. Uh, so buy low, make something. Mm-hmm. And he knew that one of these customers would, in fact, buy that wow. at the spec it was whatever that was. So this, I mean, this is a, yeah. he's a true wizard Yeah, and, you know, deserves all the accolades. Sure. Uh, but he's now off fishing on, you know, Eagle Lake or something. Yeah. Uh, and nobody knows how to do that. Oh my goodness. So uh, it's a private equity situation. PE company says, we got to push this a little bit here. We bought these companies. Let's let's get some profitability. So they decided to consolidate uh, a location into the headquarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, hired a large, very well-known consulting company to do that. In a year, they hadn't done it, and they had driven the company to fifty percent on-time delivery. And that's the call that I got from oh, the CFO. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so we talked, and uh, I, I, I have been doing this for 
quite a number of years. Mm -hmm. So uh, I have a long track record of success mm -hmm. in, in this approach. So I, I laid out for them. I said, okay, you've got 50% on time delivery. What do you think are, what do you think are the, the issues here? Mm -hmm. And they said, well, uh, we, we did consolidate the locations from a sales and marketing perspective. Mm -hmm. We did bring in the capability to make the product, but we have to do it with our equipment, not their equipment, because we sold all that. Oh my gosh. Um, and uh, so we, we think that's really the linchpin here. And I said, well, that's very interesting. Um, here's, let's, let's do this because it seems like there's probably more than just that <laughs> happening. Yeah. And uh, I, had, I had walked through the plant and I'd seen some of the things that, uh, that they were doing. So the salespeople, before they took an order, went out to the shop to see if they could find the material. Okay. Uh, there was a production meeting every morning with uh, essentially all the executive staff except the president, yeah. uh, which was now extending into three hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, lots of you know one 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 company was made to order, the other was made to stock. Mm -hmm. One had simple packaging, one had complex packaging. Um. I mean, it was it was clear there was more to this than just we need to get some uh, production, mm -hmm. you know, instructions updated. Right. I started working on that, and uh, uh, I, I was hired by the company. Mm -hmm. Two weeks into this, somebody walks in and says, "Hi, I'm the new COO," uh, and with the fifty percent on time delivery the PE company had hired him to essentially be the next CEO. Oh gosh, your replacement's here. <laughs> so he doesn't know I'm there. I don't yeah. know he's coming. Yeah. We have a discussion, mm -hmm. in, interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he is enlightened. <laughs> he gets what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Uh and after we get the buy-in from the current CEO, mm -hmm. okay, we have to have that in order to you know, make course. Yeah. Uh, he says, okay, I got to go and visit all the other plants that were part of this acquisition. You stay here and fix this. <laughs> You've heard that before. Yeah. Heard <laughs> fix it. <laughs> So, so uh, well, we, we, we have a kickoff meeting with the employees. Mm -hmm. And, okay, employees here, okay, there's a consultant coming. And you know, what's, what's the first thought that goes through their mind? Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose my job, right? Yeah. Company's at 50% on-time delivery. Right. There's, there's going to be hell to pay here. Um, so uh, I have a, a meeting with the management and, and make sure, okay, this is no, absolutely no fault. We're going to find things in here that are just going to floor you, yeah. but no fault. What's I, I don't, I don't really care how it got there. Yeah. Knowing that it is there gives yeah. us the opportunity to fix it. And uh, is, is that a hard, is that a hard one to sell? 
uh, when you when you come in and say, okay, you know, nobody gets in trouble. Be, how, how, do, what do, how do you see the, the response to that usually? Well, there's a, there's a little pause, mm-hmm. uh, but generally, as I say, I've been doing this for a long time. Right. And uh, that track record means a lot. Okay. That, uh, that if we do that, and, and also if, if the, if they understand the basic premise, yeah. get the knowledge. That's, that's what, uh, that's where the issues are in the mm-hmm. system. I just killed something here. Hang on a second. There we are. Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and they can see that if we now start to say, oh, look at that, it's your fault. Mm. Nobody's gonna say anything. Yeah. And 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 I have and I and I tell them right up front, yeah, if that happens. I'm out of here exactly then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not two days later. I'm out of there then because that message spreads around. Yeah, yeah. he said no fault, but hey, look what happened to Charlie. Yeah, then your credibility's done. So right. So okay. Uh, now you're back to figure out another way to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't you don't have a situation where you got immediate enthusiastic buy-in. Yeah. You don't have contribution to change. Right. You don't have. I mean, you're going to have resistance to change because sure. you're going to try to force them in. So the, in in the end, there might be a little bit of discussion, mm-hmm. but they basically see what the uh, what the reason is. Okay. For that. Got it. Got it. So the message to the employees is really simple. Uh, you guys are the world's experts at knowing what really happens here every day. Mm-hmm. So, and you get a lot of head nodding for that. And then uh, we're going to talk with you, listen to you, uh, and visually lay out. So essentially what we're going to do is create a visual twin mm-hmm. of the company. Okay. This is process maps on steroids. All right. Uh, it's really in-depth, front to back, top to bottom. Uh, and you guys are part of the solution, not part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So they've just heard three things that maybe have never, <laughs> they've never heard certainly at the yeah. same time. No fault. Yeah. You're the world expert and you're part of the solution, not part of the problem. So, and then... Okay, then then you need to execute. Yeah. Right. So uh, as we and I said, okay, this this meeting was about 15 minutes mm-hmm. to kick off this entire large scale process change yeah. in this yeah. company. It's really rebuilding the company sure. from from base up. And uh, and, and we're gonna start this afternoon. So Let's, let's, <laughs> let's go get to it. Yeah, and, right. and we're and we're going to fix as we go. We're not going to make lists of stuff okay. uh, and hope to get to it. We're going to fix as we find. Okay, some things, you know, it's easier to do that mm-hmm. than others. There's some things are going to take a little longer time. So we go through all of that. And out of that, <laughs> identify. 16 separate initiatives 
that need to be pursued mm -hmm. in order to get them to be able to deliver a reliable promise date to a customer. Interesting. Now, people say, well, you can only focus on, you know, one or two things. Well, it's a fully interconnected system. Yeah. If we don't go after the whole system, yeah. we're going to fix this part and then discover, well, actually that connects to this part and that connects to another part over here. And what we thought was a fix over here doesn't work because of something else we discovered uh -huh. over here. So you, you end up chasing your tail. Things take a long, long, long time to yeah. do that. Sure. So, and so, yes, we had half a dozen things that we saw up front, mm -hmm. but now we had dozens and dozens of yeah. things, yeah. some of which we had, we had already fixed, but uh, so we, now you, now you discover at the next level. Yeah. So we discovered there was half a million dollars of uh, unbilled invoices sitting there. Oh my gosh. Free money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Why is that? We went after that in, uh, in a week or so. Yeah. We eliminated the cause of that. Yeah. All the invoices went out uh, and they've got another half a million dollars of working capital. Right. Um, the, uh, uh, the R&D group mm -hmm. had 450 projects they were working on. Now, <laughs> okay, this is a, you know, this is now, well, it's now a $60 million company. Yeah. Uh, but 450 projects. It's a wish list. And yeah. and the sales. Oh, so in, in terms of the uh, kind of where, where you started with this. Yeah. Uh, we started to interview a few of the salespeople. Yeah. And, and I said, you know, this really isn't, this isn't productive. This isn't where we focus. We need to focus. And, ex and exactly to your premise, yeah. the, be the best the best friend of a sales organization yeah. is a facility that can execute. So yeah. we're going to make this execute. Yeah. And then you, you can sell yeah. and sell and sell and sell. And right. people return your phone calls. What a, what a treat that will be. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. To, to not have to be, uh, you know, firefighting and everything else. Right, know. right, right. So we, we, we trimmed that down. Mm -hmm. uh, we introduced a screen for those projects, for new projects mm -hmm. uh, that had, uh, you know, commercial uh, viability, uh, technical change, investment okay. required margins. So when you say oh, screen, you a filter for bringing yes. those things. Okay, right. got it. Yeah, got exactly. It. And uh, we knew what the maximum number of the filter was. Okay, <laughs> all right. 107. If, if everything was absolute go and it was sure. a qualitative thing sure sure uh if everything was absolute go you get 107 yeah and then you look at where, where is that yeah you know, what, what are the things and then look in depth at the ind individual pieces but yeah. uh that that got them uh to a place where they could support one of their major selling points mm -hmm. which was we do custom product Okay, so they can so, get back to their core business. Now we get back to the core business, and yeah. then that developed into a, a custom 
stage gate process. All right. So they didn't have, they did not have, and when we started a, yeah. the ability to scale, they, they didn't, they couldn't take things reliably from R and D and scale them. Interesting. So part of the stage gate is build mm-hmm. that scaling, uh, scaling information. Uh, when they did get a product done, uh, first product, now this is especially chemical business. Sure. So typically there's some uh, qualification and right. kind of in a customer environment. And once they got the customer, once they got the product, customer would then order two truckloads okay. for delivery in three weeks. Yeah. Well, they didn't even have they didn't have the raw material. Okay. So uh, inventory is inventory is uh, most of the inventory turns out to be in location A1A in the computer. Everything's in the same spot. Everything's in the same spot. (laughs) Uh, Part of the warehouse is labeled, but most of it isn't. Oh, boy. Uh, Not even lined out. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, there are stacks of things out there and... uh, if you want to know where it was this morning, find the forklift driver and maybe he saw it. Wow. Oh my goodness. Uh, we're, we're laughing, but this is, this is not uncommon. <laughs> the stuff you're talking yeah. about. I know you've seen it more than once, right? Right. So, so, I mean, as we're going through this, you, I mean, you have to look at what are the priorities here mm-hmm. because we've got, I mean, we've got work, to beat the band here. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I'm sitting in on these production meetings. Yeah. Uh, and they're getting longer and longer, and people getting more and more frustrated. Yeah. And they're reviewing all of the late orders. They are not even looking at new orders. They don't or, matter till they're late. Or is it, yeah, or is it, yeah, it's not a new order. It's assumed to be late. Soon to be late. <laughs> Soon to be late order. So they they had three different areas in which there were specialty requirements. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, something in, in packaging, something in documentation, and something in shipping. So mm-hmm. is this consolidated with something else? And... Uh, 400 products, 500 products. Wow. And none of that is written down. So fortunately, you know, tribal knowledge is, will get you to a certain point. Sure. And uh, if the right people saw it, it mm. would come out right. Yeah. And uh, one time it didn't, uh, it was a, a shipment to Europe. Uh, most of the shipment was, was domestic, but uh, they got this order. And then they're reviewing the late orders, but this one shows up as, oh, we need to deliver this in the next couple of days. Uh, so needed needed special packaging, needed mm-hmm. a special set of pallets. They went out and found somebody who could deliver a special set of pallets the next day. Oh, boy. They got the pallets in at the end of the first shift. Second shift operator, second shift supervisor, the, the pallets are all stored in the back of the plant, not in the front of the plant. Uh, there's, there's no flow through mm-hmm. the plant. Uh, he looks and he says, wow, great. I don't have to go back and get any 
any pallets. Mm-hmm. I got these pallets right here. Takes the regular product for domestic use, puts it on the pallet, ships all the pallets out. Oh boy. Uh, the uh, production manager just about ends up sitting down crying. The customer <laughs> service manager just left. Yeah. Um, point made. We need to be looking at the incoming orders. Yeah. And oh no, we don't have time. <laughs> you do have time for it because yeah. if you don't do that, you're not you're not going to get there. Right. So, uh, so we in uh, there's there's a lot of activity in in the middle there in yeah. all sorts of things. You know, production scheduling and. Um, Product, they have products that uh, same product with two name, two different names, okay, oh, sold yeah. to two different markets at different prices. So stuff like that. Uh, yeah, lot, lot of, lot of things like that. And uh, so, so fast, fast forward a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah, identify so the, they, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Right. Um, you know, they, they recognized they're in a hole, but didn't stop digging. Uh, right. You know, you came in, kind of laid the groundwork for progress, and and like you'd expect, it got a little worse before it got better because now you had everything under magnifying glass. Every right. everybody's comfortable speaking out. What so, did how, how did it end up going? So just with so just with process, yeah, just process and execution, yeah, we got them from fifty percent on time to eighty six percent on time. So now they could actually talk to their customers. <laughs> they were taking their calls again. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Uh, but I saw that uh, this this was not sustainable. Okay. We did it, yes. Yeah. But you really needed a uh, technology solution on top of that. Okay. And the place to start was inventory. I'd had a long, dis- kind of a running I won't say battle, but running discussion with the CFO. Yeah, we have to do inventory. No, we're making bad inventory. Yeah. All the all the production records are by hand. Yeah, it takes a week for a product produced to show up in the system. Yeah, in the MRP system. By that, so, it's too late. Yeah. Well, you go out and look at that at that container. You say, "Oh, look, we have that." Well, it's already been claimed by three orders before. Mm. Yeah, right, right. And, and nobody knows that. So they're issuing orders to the shop yeah. to get stuff out, but they start making stuff and they don't have the inventory. Yeah. So, okay. CFO says, we need to do inventory. And I said, okay, we have done enough that if we do inventory now, we won't have to redo it in two weeks. Mm-hmm. We've, we've stopped the manufacturer of bad inventory. Right. When, when do you want to do this? Mm-hmm. He said, well, Three weeks. Okay. I said, oh, interesting. Wouldn't that be a great time to put a barcode system in? Yeah. And of course, it's a rhetorical question, right? Yeah, There's yeah. no better time. Sure. I went to the CEO, said the same thing, in more or less the same words I've spoken to you here. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Both of them come back to me and say, but we only have three weeks. And I said, you know what's great about that? We've got three whole weeks. (laughs) Off the Mr. Pessimist, yeah. To to get it done. And uh, I had some technology guys who are uh, uh, colleagues who have the same attitude I do. 
That's yeah. why we're colleagues. <laughs> All right. I, I said, okay, we got we got three weeks to have a fully functioning barcode inventory system in place. Are you in? Yeah. He said, yeah. Okay. So we do that. Yeah. We we train the operators. We lay out the warehouse. We hire somebody to come in and and do all the labels, etc. Yeah. And everyone's delighted because they know where everything is. So this opens up a whole new set of possibilities. But we still now need to move it into connection in the ERP. Okay. And um, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Sure. And just getting production data. Unfortunately, they had people working uh, who could move the production data into the MRP. Mm -hmm. They were doing that now. It's just now they were doing it with better data. Right. So uh, this is a pretty big expansion of their ERP system. Right. Uh, I go go through the mod, modules that need to be installed. Mm-hmm. Discover, this is a product that's been out on the market for a while, that the module in the key function that we need doesn't work. Oh, gosh. It's defective. Yeah. So, okay, we fixed that. Then we were, we're ready to do the cutover mm-hmm. to the new system. And now I have all of these people who I've worked with and developed, and they are in change mode. Mm-hmm. They see something that doesn't work. Okay, let's, let's fix that. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to put data into the database. And if they discover something while they're doing the, the barcoding yeah. material, et cetera. Uh, and they just try to blast through it. They're going to put bad data in the, in the database. That's right. going to come back to bite everybody. Sure. So I could just tell them that don't do that. Right. And what effect would that have? Eh, not much. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing, you know, it's words. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's, let's do something a little different. I gave everybody a, uh, good stop certificate with their name on it. Okay. And I said, here's the deal. You find something that doesn't work. Don't do everything that we've worked on and trained to do. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Come and tell us. We'll work on the fix. I mean, no matter how, how well you prepare, there's always mm-hmm. something. Sure. Finish. We'll work on the fix and we'll give you a sticker for your good stop certificate. Okay. Total investment about eighteen dollars and forty-two cents. Okay. <laughs> How'd it work? Like a charm. Yeah. Like a charm, because they really—I mean—they had—they had pride of discovery. Okay. And if they discover something that doesn't work, yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell them. So I get some. I get some. Sure. Brownie, brownie points there, and I get a sticker. So, how many stickers do you have? Uh, okay. Ah. Well, internal <laughs> so competition, yeah. A little internal competition for a good cause. Yeah. Help them build yeah. up their self-esteem. Sure. Helped make sure that that went. So the 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 net the net result was uh, ninety six at that point ninety six plus percent on time delivery. Whoa. From fifty. Yeah. While taking twenty two percent out of inventory. There you go. And uh, 
and they develop the capability to continue that whole process themselves. That's part of the intent yeah. of this. Sure. Not that you have to call you have to call for a better business back every two weeks. Right. Right. You know, they didn't tell us about this or that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they're now uh, the last audit they had was uh, 99.5 percent accurate on location yeah. and 99.4 percent yeah. on uh, fill and value. Jeez. Uh, and with that, they uh, they had instituted a cycle counting program, so they're essentially 100 percent, and they've completely dispensed with uh, physical inventory. Uh, so now, now you have this PE company, PE yeah. portfolio company yeah. that was at 50% on time delivery, yeah. not saleable in any real sure. sense. Uh, they're now, uh, at on time delivery, they can, they can execute the mission that they had, yeah. which is be the custom product developer. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, a, uh, Large German strategic <laughs> looks at them okay. and buys them for a very, very large access to market yeah. uh, multiple because, it, I mean, the business is just is running like a top. That's how it's supposed to run. Well, right. well, just yeah. give me a sense of timing from, from when you got dropped on the floor the first time uh, till you hit, till they got to that milestone where they seem to be a little self-sustaining. Is that okay. years? Is that so? You know? the 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 first part of that, uh, first part of that where we got uh, got up to eighty six percent. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, a month into that, <laughs> biggest customer, majority customer, mm. calls and says, "Oh, we want to come in and do an audit." Oh boy. This company has never been audited before. Yeah. And all we have are these essentially broken processes. Right mm-hmm. So that takes a little bit to, little yeah. bit to do. But in a, in a time from about six months. Really? Right, 86%. Okay. Uh, and then um, to take that, they, they, they take a pause for a while. Sure. And uh, then start this... Uh, Expansion of the of the uh, ERP system mm-hmm. and uh, data collection modules, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, with all the training, that takes about five months. Okay. okay. And uh, and and as we're doing that, um, well, that 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 takes about about five months Mm -hmm. and uh when we do the cutover Mm -hmm. the cutover to the new system everywhere in the plant Mm -hmm. everything every place processed at least one order all the way you know through Mm -hmm. the the system uh we got to that point six months sooner than the software var Mm -hmm. projected was possible Hmm. buy-in, yeah. execution. Uh, we, we could introduce things and make, sometimes when you're, when you're doing things, things yeah. fail. Yeah. Nobody's, oh, this failed. Yeah. Everybody's, oh, yeah, we tried that. And, and what, look at what we learned. So yeah. now how we're going to do that. 
so a whole cut cutover was done in four hours. Wow. Because because you had created a change ready environment. So change change ready yeah. and safe for change. Yeah. Yeah. People good could, point. People could suggest things. Uh, truly, uh, things were evaluated on their merits, not yeah. on what you know. What's what's your position? How long you've been here? Yeah, um, that's that's it's it's not only a process change story. It's a, it's a culture change, absolutely. you know, story. It's it's a message for the for the the sales folks because it's easy to get caught into if you're in sales and marketing. It's like, well, since we can't fix anything in the back, let's build. Let's learn how to play defense. Yes. You know, how do, how do we get good at apologizing, you right. know, to the, to the market and to our customers and everything. And that's, that's a terrible place to be. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. yeah. So what, yeah. what an, what an awesome story. What an awesome story. I think we got to jump into the next one. Thank you for listening to MFG out loud with Ray Zaganto and Allison DeFore. You can subscribe and find show notes at MFGoutloud.com.